Welcome back to Revive Nations podcast. Revive Nations is a global ministry with one mission, to raise an army of Jesus lovers around the world. Prepare your heart to receive something fresh from the voice of God, Prophet Shaiju Matthew, and be revived, renewed, and restored. I believe in the Word of God. I believe in the Word of God. I believe in the Word of God. The Word of God is the highest level of prophecy. Please, Pastor, if you can help me with the reading of the scriptures, if you go to Ecclesiastes chapter 4, you'll read from 9 to verse 12, please. Two are better than one, uh-huh. because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him that is alone when he falleth, <laughs> for he hath not another to help him up. Again, if two lie together, then they have heat. But how can one be warm alone? And if one prevail against him, mm-hmm. two shall withstand him. Okay. And a threefold cord is not quickly broken. Okay, so two are better than one. Two are better than one. There is some things that I bring to the table. And there are things that you bring to the table. And Spirit of the Lord is saying, two are better than one. Guess who knows this better? Satan knows it. Satan knows it. And Satan has strategically allowed people from the beginning of times to be so deeply offended, so deeply hurt, so deeply be disappointed. Some because of lack of vision some because of the fear of Jezebel, some because of ignorance, many, 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 many reasons. The working together of two people has always been fought. Child of God, I want you to think with me for a minute. When Jesus wanted to send people out, he sent them two by two. He's saying, Two by two. There is a there is a synergy that comes from finding somebody that has learned the art of plugging into a spirit. <laughs> and now you begin to connect to that grace of God. And now you begin to run. And you'll see that throughout the scriptures. You'll see that with David and Jonathan. Ah, it's a, it's a complicated uh, situation there, because Jonathan was a rightful king, <laughs> but Jonathan was uh, was, you know, we don't we don't consider Jonathan the son of King Saul as a prophet, but I think he had a lot of prophetic grace, because he looked at David and he said, Nah, nah, bro, you, you are the one who's going to be the next king. Something about Jonathan, that he was the son of a king, yet the Bible says his soul was bonded with David to the point where he protected David from his own father that wanted to kill him. Because his spiritual sense told him, I may be the physical king, But there is a spiritual grace on this 
young friend of mine and I must do everything to protect this anointing. Even if that means going against my own father, I'm going to protect the anointing on this young man. My goodness. Can you imagine having that sight? Can you imagine being so sacrificial that he's saying, I'm willing to let go of my own position as the king, but I can witness that somebody is carrying an anointing for this nation. I must do everything to accelerate that. You see that relationship with, in the New Testament, with young Mary who was pregnant with Jesus. Uh, she, in a moment where all the people misunderstand her, she quickly runs and she finds her cousin. She finds a family, a friend, a mentor. She finds somebody that she can go to and say, you, you have the grace to understand me. Everybody else is looking at me. Ah, look at this 16, 17 year old girl. She says she's pregnant by God. Mocking her, laughing at her. But one woman in that entire generation that says, ah, baby, I'm not here to judge you because I know what it is to be supernaturally carrying something. Isn't it strange that only somebody that is carrying something supernaturally can understand what is happening to you in the supernatural? So don't ever be shocked when people that don't have your experiences misunderstand you. It takes somebody that is having a God encounter to understand that you can have a God encounter. So the divisions that's happened in the churches today, it's, it's no surprise. It is definitely a soul that doesn't carry the anointing, that fights a David that carries the anointing. Because if Saul had an encounter himself like Elizabeth had, when Mary came, oh, they would greet each other. The very moment when they say hello to each other, there would be an explosive anointing. There would be an explosive grace that would meet each other. Even the baby in Elizabeth's womb leaped with joy. <laughs> that is the power of spiritual synergy when you can find somebody when you can find another man when you can find another woman that believes like you you are doing something you are then connecting to live wire and the Bible is saying two are better than one two are better than one look it's saying the reward the reward. They're saying, the, the first thing that, that verse 9 says, there's a good reward. There's a good reward. Meaning, for the amount of working they do, there's a greater reward. For example, um, one man going ahead and sowing seed will bring a certain reward. But if you can find two people that will work together, 
to go and sow seeds there is a greater reward this greater lands that are now filled with seeds now there's a greater potential for harvest you are now receiving a double harvest if you could have if you could have sown seeds over 1 acre of lands by yourself let's say it takes about 2 months to do that now with two people it doesn't take 2 months you save time you save time there's a grace of time that is released so when there is unity what should have cost you time what should have cost you years and years of toil now that is cut by half ah there is an acceleration of time so do you understand why satan wants you fighting in the house of god do you understand why satan loves a divided church do you understand why i was i was talking to somebody the other day and they were telling me about a certain offense in their heart and i smiled i said you have to thank god for this brother who offended you in fact i said you have to go bless him with a gift <laughs> and he looked at me strangely and said really why i said because this individual has exposed an insecurity in your heart this individual god used this individual to expose an insecurity in your heart that has been there for with you for decades now and you didn't even realize it thank god for this individual god is exposing to you that there are certain parts of you that is yet to die now imagine the faster you are able to figure that out and forgive this brother you will start working with this brother causing embarrassment to satan and receiving great reward okay please let's let's notice verse 10 if they fall one will lift up his fellow or what to him that is alone when he falls he has no another to help him up meaning satan wants to isolate you for a reason every time satan isolates you child of god it's because he does not want you up you need that one sister that is <laughs> that is going to disturb you with phone calls saying hey what happened i didn't hear you hey what happened i didn't see you last week hey i didn't see you for the service hey what happened you need somebody like that you need somebody they will not quit on you give up on you ah the the you, you you have to see what satan wants at that moment satan is is almost pleading with that individual saying leave her alone let her be depressed on her own let her be sad on her own let her let her go no 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 the lord doesn't want that the lord doesn't want that you need to have an individual that will refuse to let you be lukewarm somebody that is spiritual enough 
they will look at you and say, hmm, something is not right today. Somebody that is spiritual enough to look at the way you're clapping and say, are you okay? Because the way you're clapping today is not the way you were clapping last week. Last week you were like, bless the Lord, oh my soul. <laughs> this week, this week you're like, you know, I'm just clapping because I don't want pastor to see that I'm not clapping. <laughs> ah, you need that individual. That spiritual friend that is going to say, no, my dear, I know I can go up the mountain by myself, but you know, you are you are my partner. I need to pick you up. I'm not going up alone. You're coming with me. You're coming with me. How many times do you keep hearing the words Peter, James and John? Peter, James and John. Peter, James and John. Peter, James and John. Something about the trio. They're just stuck together. You know what? They experience glory together. Refu- no, we shall refuse to let a man behind. <laughs> I need you to find somebody that 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 you knew was on fire before but now Satan caused offense in their heart and they are no more on fire this week I want you to pray for them this week I want you to run after them and I need you to set their hearts on fire and tell them no my dear you inspired me I remember when I came to church and I saw the way you were dancing to the Lord and you inspired me and now you are not with me. Now you are not found. Let's get back to that first love. Leave no man behind. Let us pick up somebody up this month. I've told the Lord, when I desire to serve the Lord, my greatest motivation to serve the Lord, I started preaching when I was seven years old. My greatest motivation today, I've stood before tens of thousands of crowd. We've seen stadiums packed with crowd. And if you ask me, what is the goal of your ministry? My goal is that my generation must fall in love with Jesus all over again. I want my young people, I want them to know it is possible to be used by God. I want them to know they can make it. I want them to know that they can run the race. I want them to know that it that God is a God who forgives and they don't have to give up. And their flesh is not so strong that the spirit is greater. And that greater is he that is in us. We can do it. We can do it. We can do it. Child of God, if you exist, you don't exist for yourself. (laughs) I may have lost some people there. You don't exist just for you and your house and your family. God is sending you as a representation to spy the land. Because he wants you to come back and bring a word. That's why I asked you to pay attention to that statement. They brought back a word. Brought back a word. Hello, God. You know, there is nothing more than bringing back a word. 
Nebrosia. Not bring back the human failures. Not bring back the impossibilities. Not bring back negativity. But to bring back a word. A word of strength. A word of life. So I want you to take a moment and think about it. You know, there are some people, you meet them. They are bursting with joy. And you think, man, what is she, uh, what is she eating and drinking? She's happy. Wow. You, you, you want to be around those people. Because if you're sad, you just need to be around that person. And, and, and that person's joy becomes contagious. And then there are some people. If you are happy, <laughs> please don't meet them. <laughs> because you know in 30 minutes, oh, forget 30 minutes, I'm being too nice now. <laughs> in a few minutes, they are going to highlight all the negativity around you. And before you know, you leave that place quenched. This is the question I have. What do you carry? You know, this life is short, eh? This life is short. You cannot not know yourself. One more time. You cannot not know yourself. It's critical for us to remember this. You have to study yourself. The Bible says, they that know their God does exploits. Many believers in the church, the reason why they don't have success is because they have been so ignorant about themselves. We've done a good job about knowing God, but we've done a terrible job of implementing that God through us. God is unlimited, but we have limited him. Ah! What a terrible thing to have this unlimited God. And now he's limited through the lack of the renewal of mind. He's limited to the fears in the heart. This Sunday, God willing, I'm going to be talking about uh, how certain fears can wreck our life. Um, if, you, um, if you already received a link, you can use the same link to join us on Sunday 11 in the morning. And I believe it will greatly bless you. But I want you to look into yourself and say, what do I carry? What atmosphere do I carry? I want you to consider that. What atmosphere do I bring? When Caleb meets Joshua, what atmosphere is he meeting? What is the other spirit that is going with him? Is it the spirit of grumbling? Is it the spirit of complaining? Is it the spirit of joy? Is it the spirit of audacity? 
there is always a grace that is attracted to you when you can see a glass half full i'm going to repeat that there's a grace that is attracted to you when you can look at a certain broken situation and you can speak life my friend it is not that god has not blessed you it is that you have cursed yourself with your negativity if you go into somebody's house what do you notice first do you notice that everything that is going wrong i've met such people that's the way so how was your week and i regret asking them how their week was you know it's such you get used to asking how, and, and then they're like ah oh, i went to a wedding and you're thinking wow at least this time there's something nice to say and then 2 seconds later but the cake ah oh, the cake ah oh. my goodness how did you have this time that in a wedding where people are so blessed and they're happy and they're dancing you are you had time to make sure to find everything that was going wrong in that wedding now you're going to go around the city and talk about what was wrong in that wedding hey god is not drawn to such people ah please i am not here to judge anyone but we have to change we have to change because we carry life hey what spirit do you carry what spirit do you carry look at this this if two light together they have heat how can one be warm alone you you see a verse like this and you don't have to always have a carnal explanation for that this is beyond just physical warmth do you know there are some people that you can meet that you can be in their presence for a little time and all of a sudden you feel like you've never prayed all of a sudden you want to go back home and start praying all of a sudden there is an energy in the room and you're like come on let's let's go let's pray you know that individual that if you can locate that individual and sit next to her in the church you clap better and i have seen certain people that <laughs> clap good uh, they sit with certain group of people on one service that service whatever depression is on that group jumps on these guys i've noticed this as a pastor you know you have an elevated platform you get to see everyone they don't know that they, they you can see them but <laughs> you can see all of them and i've noticed and i i told my wife i said i've noticed this when this individual sits here he worships very good but the moment he goes two pews behind and sits with that group that day he claps less that day he shouts amen less something has happened his spirit gets damped something about locating a spirit body you heard me right that is on fire your journey with them now you you can't be a lukewarm christian you can't be a lukewarm you cannot be part of this ministry and be a lukewarm christian you cannot no impossible i release the fire of god to your spirit in the name of jesus i believe 
you are going to do wonders. There's wonders waiting for you. I don't care. I don't care how disappointed you were with churches. You know, I don't care how disappointed you were with pastors. You keep your eyes on Jesus. Everybody else disappoints, but Jesus. Yes. But now it's time for you to get off your disappointment. I was teaching this to our pastors and I told them it's true that Elijah was found under the juniper tree. I said but till today there has never been unearthed a skeleton under the juniper tree. There's no remains of Elijah under the juniper tree. Hey Ramto Brokosia, you may have temporarily found a juniper tree. And you shall not stay there. You shall rise. Here's an invitation to come up the mountain. Number 4, if one prevail against him, two shall withstand him. And a threefold cord is not easily broken. A threefold cord is not easily broken. Very important uh understanding from the scripture he's saying that there is going to be times when you will have resistance but it is always better to have another person fighting with you always better this is biblical principle don't fight on your own child of god don't fight on your own If if there is anybody that that says ah oh, I don't need anybody I don't need a church I don't need a pastor I don't need a leader I I I I've got access to Jesus by all by myself wait a minute take it easy take it easy Jesus appeared to Paul and said go to Ananias he will pray for you but Jesus you are light why don't you heal my eyes no 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 that's not how I work I use my servants I use them to spy the land I use them to send them out. I use them as my extension. Jesus personally appeared to Saul and left him blind on that road. <laughs> Jesus the light. Jesus the way, the Jesus the truth. Didn't open his eyes. Because there's a system God has placed on earth. Ah, so Satan will always want you to get out of the system where you are found alone by yourself. But I break that hold. You shall not be found alone. Because you know child of God, Satan always wants to isolate you in disappointment so he can kill you. You shall not be killed. You shall not be killed. The best is yet to come. I'm prophesying this over you. The best is yet to come. I said the best is yet to come. Distance is not a barrier to God. Revive Nations.tv is now open to live participation to our services.